the one I have now. Um, I still cut hair, um, but I um, I cut hair for a chain. I'm I'm very careful about saying names. I don't know what's actually a rule. I mean, because I'm gonna be real nice to them, but I work at one of the hair cutting chains right now to get more experience before I even consider renting a chair or a booth or anything. And I don't know why I call it booth rental, because that's not even, I don't think anybody calls it that, but I've heard it from like salesman things, and when I lived in West Virginia, they used to have a lot of artsy-fartsy fairs, like, here's your booth rental. So even though it's it's been called chair rental from the time I was in school until currently, I can't not call it booth rental, I, I which is just so stupid. But I fucked up a lot, because I honestly think working for my first bar brain job it unlearned a lot of the shit. Um, but I, um, I fucked up a lot, but they have training courses that you can take. And so they'd put me in a class and I sat between the general manager's, um, booth or between her station and the assistant manager station. And I just, I would have to have them check, check my haircuts for, three months, I think three, four months or whatever. And oh my God, that felt bad. You just feel like such a fucking loser the whole time. Holy shit. You're like, Jesus Christ, did I waste $15,000 in student loans for a job that I'm too stupid to do? But over time, you know, that you, (laughs) I'm very dumb. I'm a very dumb person and I'm a very bad learner. So they had to correct the same mistakes two three dozen times but eventually they were like great job great job okay yeah okay and then they say next time um what you did over here was great your blending has gotten so much better um and but next time when you cut up around the ears you do that and then eventually i got it and i remember the day that my the assistant manager I was working with just her and one other person. And, uh, hold on, there's. My phone is doing that weird thing where it reorders texts. So a, a text I sent my mother damn near a half an hour ago just showed up at the bottom after the current text. And what the, what the fuck? But the day that I came in and I was my assistant manager, I was like, hey, okay, hey, um, I just wanted to let you know um, you're, you're good enough now that unless you specifically think that you did something wrong or that you need help, you don't have to check your haircuts with me anymore. Uh, Katie and I talked about it and oh shit. <laughs> I just said my boss's name. Huh, it's a generic enough name. And she's like, we talked about it and we think you're, you're, you're good. And I was like, okay, that's, uh, that's awesome. Thanks so much. Uh, internally I was doing jumping jacks and cartwheels and all the other crap that I'm too, uh, arthritic to do. And I was like, oh, I'm finally good enough. And then they moved me to another location across town where I, uh, I work 
with two other people who were uh, the manager at that place. She didn't know me. So she checked it like once or twice when she thought I was doing something wrong. But since then I've been totally taking care of clients on my own and it's my favorite job I've ever had. It really is. Um, Cause even when it hurts, cutting hair is still fun. Like I, I just, yeah, I enjoy it. Even if I was like, if I won the lottery tomorrow, I would, I don't know that I, I wouldn't work every single day just because uh, my body is 65, even though my, the rest of me is 25, but I would still own a barber shop. Actually, you know what? If I won the lottery, I would probably, uh, I'd own a couple of barber shops where I like rented out the stations and then I'd open a school or something. Uh, yeah, that's probably what I do. You know, make some more money as well as educate people. I also, uh, you know what? I'm going to stop talking because we're going to do a lottery episode. But yeah, that's, that's the best job ever. Okay, so tell me about the best job you ever had. The best job I ever had was probably when I was in the military. The probably it was something because um, I had the desire, and ever since I was a little kid, to want to serve my country. And it was nice because it was a change for me because I was around all kinds of different people, you know, different skin color, different, you know, Asian. Um, it, it, it was such a diverse group of people that it felt nice. You were able to learn. Because I was all, always around a sea of white people. And, you know, I had, I put up with the, you know, jokes. And, and even though I wasn't Chinese, I got to hear every Chinese joke in, in the world. Um, either that or I was Mexican. And I got the, you know, leaf blower. Where's my rake? Um, you know, why, why is my back wet? Um, then I got Hawaiian jokes and now that one I get you look a little Hawaiian but when I joined the military um, I didn't have any of that we were one color we were green and it felt it felt really really nice right on okay Um, are there were there any other jobs besides the military that that you liked a lot. Foodland. When I ran grocery store in West Virginia, I ran two of them and simultaneously. And I worked with a pretty good group of people. We had our downfall sometimes, but, you know, especially in Richwood, I had a, a core group of folks that I cared for a lot, and they did a good job for me. Okay. Um, my best job. My best job. Love you too, mom. No, your best job ever. What? 
Why did you hold your? F- I had to sneeze. I knew it was coming. But you held your finger up. I'm were you s- telling me to wait, or were you saying there's going to be one sneeze? No. You wait a minute. I'm oh, going to I didn't know what that meant. I thought you were trying to cast a spell. Oh, no. All right. Best job you ever had. Best job I ever had was the one I liked the best was when I worked trauma in the ER in Charleston, West Virginia. It is a rare kind of person that will say that their best job was when they worked trauma. Yeah. It's it's a lot of it's uh, either for you a lot or of life happening in the background today. It's either for you or it's not for you. You were a badass though. I, my mom has told me some of the stories about your stuff she and lies. Huh? She still lies. She's well, one that she... I raised as a teenager. You can't believe anything she said. <laughs> One of those hospital shows had a case that you were in. Oh, where they jumped off the... I, I can't remember what show it was. Um. But it was, for those who uh, are listening, it was the one of those shows that it, it's based on, like, real hospital cases, and, like, they have actors play the trauma nurses and everything. Um, one of those was she, my grandmother was the real trauma nurse or trauma whatever you call it uh, on the actual real life case. Not nurse. I wasn't a nurse. What is it? What was it called? I was a med tech, but you did all kinds of things in the thing like. Well, I'm not a nurse, so nurse is just catch all for anybody who I don't know what they do medically. Incorrect. <laughs> um. Because you worked, like, you pulled people off helicopters and stuff, didn't you? Like, when just, they got medevaced? Just went out and get them. I didn't do nothing with that. No, I meant, like, when they when the helicopter landed, you were the people no, who... No, I just met them at the door. I oh. didn't go out there. Mess up my hair. Shit. <laughs> 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 That's not for me. <laughs> okay. Um, wow. The, the, you and Joni are, like, so similar. Best job I've ever had was when people died all around me. Incorrect. Well, isn't that what trauma is? Well, they I mean, I didn't, I didn't mean it like that. It was your favorite part. Like, <laughs> three people died today. I loved it. No, it's, it's a challenge. How fast can you get their stuff done? Because the faster you can do it, the better chances they have. So you're just an adrenaline junkie. Yeah. All right. And I loved my job in the hospital because every day you went and did the exact same thing, but every day it was a different challenge because people's veins are different and they're just... So it was both repetitive and exciting. Yes. Very interesting. Um, I don't think a lot of jobs are like that. They're usually either exciting or repetitive. You don't usually get both. No, it was wonderful. So, what's the best job you've ever had? Um, well, best job probably be the, I don't know, that's hard, because a lot of them have sucked. Uh, housekeeper. Housekeeper. Housekeeper, I liked it. That is very funny, because uh, Nana was just here. And she said cleaning houses for people. That was her her worst job. <laughs> when it was someone else's house and not your own house, I I, I didn't mind it because it's it's a set list of tasks. 
when it's your own house, you bounce back and forth and you're cleaning the kitchen and you notice that, oh, the air vent is messy. Oh, I got to clean the air vent or the living room. And you ping pong back and forth all day and you never get a break. Mm -hmm. But when it's someone else's house, they hand you a list, whether it's bitchy or, you know, as nice as can be because I've had both. They hand you a list and they're like, here. And you go through the list, you, you, you do your best, and then you're like, bye, end of story. It's just it's a set list of tasks that you have to do. So there's no guesswork. There's no, there's not a lot of customer interaction even because a lot of people ha- don't want to interact with the help, air quotes. So most of the time, or they just want to go do their own thing, and which is great because most of the time you get to listen to your music or an audiobook. You clean your ho- clean the house, and then you leave, or you. Like, being a nanny was had a lot of awful points, but it also had some really good points that I didn't mind. Because I was a nanny in our own house, like in my own house. So I didn't have to, like, tiptoe around somebody else's house and make sure, oh, I didn't break this, or I mustn't sit on the couch like this, or I mustn't do that. It was just raising someone's kids in your own house, so I just felt easy but not easy but it felt relaxed and you could have the tv on or you could have the tv off you could and the parents of the kids were not with it they were not involved at all so i raised the kids for two years or close year and a half and it was it was just, it was kind of nice. So it was just like having your own kids, but essentially. And some nights it really was like having your own kids because you didn't give them back because their parents wouldn't show up until the next day. So, that, but that's probably the best jobs. I can look at the big spike and know that's one I need to cut. Yeah. Okay. Best job you've ever had. Mm-hmm. Really surprised that uh, raising children didn't top the worst job. That, that wasn't a job. That was a choice. You know, mm-hmm. I didn't put in an application, and anybody can literally do it. So right. it requires no qualifications. No, I just it was a choice. Um, best job. Okay. Probably managing a grocery store with your dad because it was interesting to get to see, you know, because in my head, staying home with kids, I had and homeschooling, so I had very little contact sometimes with adults for, you know, extended periods of time. So I used to think this, your dad's job, somehow this glamorous thing where he went and Right. Talked to adults and had adult and went to lunches and you know whatever. And then actually, I've never actually wor- known anybody with a job where they went to lunch. Uh, well, and I don't know why I thought that because I percent I packed his dang lunch, but whatever. In my head, there was just this right, whole yeah. world that was happening that I wasn't part of. And then when I actually went to work with him and did the job he did. I found out that it was not only not glamorous, it was a really hard job and it took a lot out of you. And 
so it just it opened up a different dynamic to our relationship and I think that's why it was my favorite Mm -hmm. Um, that or taking care of your Uncle Eddie's grandpa Mm -hmm. Um, not because the job was so amazing but his grandpa was amazing he was just just a really cool guy. You and Johnny are the same person. He told such cool stories. Because, mm-hmm. well, and that's just the thing. Older people are like history book that, you know, you actually get to talk and ask questions. And yeah, he was just really, really cool. And hearing stories of him and his wife, who had his wife had passed on at that point. And how old was he? Because I remember um, when you took care of him. I was like Gosh, eight. I'm trying to think how old or he was. Or had just turned eight, I think. Late seventies, early eighties ish. I don't remember exactly. I remember him as looking a million years old. Well, yeah, to you, he probably did. Yeah, it was just this shriveled up little thing that looked like he'd been um, put on dehydrator. We used to take walks um, around Eddie's aunt Debbie's mm-hmm. place and. Um, around like where the garden and stuff was and we would take walks and just he would tell me all these stories he and was paul edward sternberg the first wasn't he uh-uh it was on his mom's side oh it was diana's dad yeah volley and his name was volley which i thought was the coolest oh, name ever okay he was just a really cool guy i mean there were challenges to that job which those made it really difficult mm-hmm um, and I don't think that I had the, I don't think I was the best at dealing with all of those because it was just hard and sad sometimes, but he was just a really cool guy. So I really enjoyed that job. All right. 